Evening prayer starts on page 21. Let my prayer be set forth in, the, in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be as an evening sacrifice. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place when that, where thy honor dwelleth. Dear beloved brethren, Scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God our Heavenly Father, but confess them with an humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same, by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we chiefly to do so when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you as many as are here present to accompany with me with a pure heart and humble voice unto the throne of heavenly grace, saying, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. All of Psalm 137 and Psalm 138 begin on page 513. By the waters of Babylon we sat down and wept, when we remembered thee, O Zion. As for our harps, we hanged them up, upon the trees that are therein. For they that led us away captive required of us then a song, and melody in our heaviness. Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget her cunning. If, if I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. Yea, if I prefer not Jerusalem above my chief joy. Remember the children of Edom, O Lord, in the day of Jerusalem. Under the ground. 
O daughter of Babylon, wasted with misery, yea, happy shall he be that rewardeth thee as thou hast served us. Blessed shall he be that taketh thy children and throweth them against the stones. Psalm 138 I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. Even before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise in truth. For thou When I called upon thee, thou heardest me, and endurest my soul with much strength. All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord, for they have heard the words of thy mouth. Yea, they shall sing of the waves of the Lord, that great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly. As for the proud, he beholdeth them afar off. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, yet shalt thou refresh me. Thou shalt stretch forth thy hand upon the furiousness, furiousness of thine, mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. The Lord shall make good his loving kindness toward me. Yea, thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Despise not, then, the works of thine own hands. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fifth chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes. Walk prudently when you go to the house of God, and draw near to hear, rather than to give the sacrifice of fools, for they do not know that they do evil. Do not be rash with your mouth, and let not your heart utter anything hastily before God. For God is in heaven, and you on earth. Therefore let your words be few. For a dream comes through much activity, and a fool's voice is known by his many words. When you make a vow to God, do not delay to pay it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you have vowed. Better not to vow than to vow and not pay. Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin, nor say before the messenger of God that it was an error. Why should God be angry at your excuse and destroy the work of your hands? For in the multitude of dreams and many words there is also vanity, but fear God. If you see the oppression of the poor and the violent perversion of justice and righteousness on the province, do not marvel at the matter, for high official watches over high official, and higher officials are over them. Moreover, the profit of the land is for all, even the king is served from the field. He who loses silver will not be satisfied with silver, nor he who loves abundance with increase. This also is vanity. When goods increase, they increase who eat them. So what profit have the owners except to see them with their eyes? The sleep of a laboring man is sweet, whether he eats little or much, but the abundance of the rich will not permit him to sleep. There is a severe evil which I have seen under the sun, riches kept for the, their owner to his hurt. But those riches perish through misfortune. When he begets a son, there is nothing in his hand. 
as he came from his mother's womb naked shall he return to go as he came and he shall take nothing from his labor which he may carry away in his hand and this also is a severe evil just exactly as he came so shall he go and what profit has he who has labored for the wind all his days he also eats in darkness and he has much sorrow and sickness and anger here is what i have seen it is good and fitting for one to eat and drink and to enjoy the good of all his labor in which he toils under the sun all the days of his life which god gives him for it is his heritage as for every man to whom god has given riches and wealth and given him power to eat of it to receive receive his heritage and rejoice in his labor this is the gift of god for he will not dwell unduly on the days of his life because god keeps him busy with the joy of his heart here ends the first lesson Ephicot on page 26 my soul doth magnify the lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in god my savior for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden for behold from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed for he that is mighty hath magnified me and holy is his name and his mercy is on them that he has showed strength with his arm he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts he hath put down the mighty from their seat and hath exalted the humble and meek he hath filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away he remembering his mercy hath hope in his servant israel as he promised to our forefathers abraham and his seed forever glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen here begins the 21st chapter of the book of Matthew, gospel of saint matthew now when they drew near jerusalem and came to bethphage at the mount of olives then jesus sent two disciples saying to them go into the village opposite you and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her loose them and bring them to me and if anyone says anything to you you shall say the lord has need of them and immediately he will send them all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet saying tell the daughter of zion behold your king is coming to you lowly and sitting on a donkey a colt the foal of a donkey so the disciples went and did as jesus commanded them they brought the donkey and the colt laid their clothes on them and set him on them and a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out saying hosanna to the son of david blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord hosanna in the highest and when he had come into jerusalem all the city was moved saying who is this so the multitudes said this is jesus the prophet from nazareth of galilee then jesus went into the temple of god and drove out all those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves and he said to them it is written my house shall be called a house of prayer but you have made it a den of thieves then the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them but when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he did and the children crying out in the temple and saying hosanna to the son of david they were indignant and said to him do you hear what these are saying and jesus said to them yes have you never read out of the mouths of babes and nursing infants you have perfected praise here ends the second lesson on page 28 lord now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word 
for mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord only, that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and most merciful God, of thy bountiful goodness, keep us, we beseech thee, from all things that may hurt us, that we, being ready both in body and soul, may cheerfully accomplish those things which thou commandest through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time and rest in quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. I apologize. I think my uh, internet was giving a little trouble during the Psalms, and so... Um, thanks for helping me through that. So, um, interesting tonight, um, I want to just start off, just mention again our colic and, and kind of um, focus on the part where we pray to God that we that he uh, help us to get ready to cheerfully accomplish those things which he commands. So let's start just um, 130, Psalm 137. Uh, this, is, this psalm reflects the herd of people resulting from the way they were gathered into captivity and and the the depth of their feeling is reflected by the omission of those last three verses, which we did not omit today. The 1928 um, prayer book is want to do that when there's a verse that um, it's a little bit maybe I don't think controversial, but let's just say a little bit more graphic. Sometimes it'll leave it out, and so then we lose the feeling. And I think with what's happened in Israel the last few weeks, uh, we can almost understand the feeling that they had in those last few verses. So we don't want to lose that feeling. And then I want to do a reminder, as Bishop has said on many occasions, just because it's in the Bible doesn't mean it's a recommended behavior. But it is the Bible is, doesn't shy from uh, recording actual feelings, thoughts, and actions. So, I mean, it, it, we could try to, you know, I think 
if it wasn't written by the Holy Spirit and men were writing it, they might have cleaned it up a little But But God's just brutally honest and letting, you know, it kind of tells us we can come to God with what we have. So in, in Ecclesiastes, um, interesting thought in there, when goods increase, they increase who eat them. So what profit have the owners? So the more money we make, the more, um, it's like a shark with the remora that are swimming around. And the more, the more we have, the more hangers on we have. And uh, we kind of see that with celebrities sometimes. They have their posse follows them around. The more money they have, the more posse they have, which costs them more money. And so um, Solomon's lamenting the fact that what good is all that if, if they're just going to consume everything? So people can't fully understand all of God's plan. And what we see from the author of Ecclesiastes, he believed people could find some of God's goodness. Um, and the passage makes it clear that wealth can't buy happiness. But uh, enjoying your work, which is a gift from God, is um, is the way to enjoy life. Uh, the author Max Lucado challenges to take, this is what he says about this psalm, I love this. He says to challenge us to take a seat in the chair and look across the, the table at King David, the psalmist. He motions you to lean forward and you could see that. And he, has a, he whispers, I have a secret to tell you. And you lean over and what David would tell you is a secret of satisfaction. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. And I love that little passage because it kind of reminds us that, uh, like Solomon's reminding us, is that all the riches in the world don't help anything. Uh, what really helps is just trusting in God. David found that pasture, the green pasture where uh, discontent goes away. And um, it's kind of like he's saying to us in that psalm, what, what, I, what I have in God is greater than what I don't have in life. And that's kind of what Solomon is saying in Ecclesiastes. So I think for me, I challenge myself, how do I learn to do that? How do I walk in that uh, the Lord is my shepherd and, and I shall not want? And so when we think about one of the ways um, Max Lucado challenged people to do that was to think about what they have, the house, the car, the money, the jewelry, uh, the clothes. Think of all of it and remember the, the biblical truth. Your stuff isn't yours. And anybody that thinks it's really yours should ask a coroner and an embalmer or a funeral home director, how much of this stuff we have is really ours, because no one takes it with them. And uh, he reminds us of a story. John D. John D. Rockefeller was one of the richest men in history. And when he died, his, uh, someone asked his accountant, how much did John D. leave? And the accountant's reply was, of course, all of it, because he can't take any of it with him. So um, it kind of harkens in our gospel when we see the entering of the king and the triumphant uh, procession into Jerusalem, and it really symbolizes God left the temple back in uh, after Solomon's time, he, he, you know, when the captivity came, and then now God is back in the temple. Jesus is, is God, and he walks, you know, he walks back into the temple, or processes back in, and I'm wondering what um, the disciples were thinking, because in yesterday's passage, Jesus asked two of his disciples if they could drink from the cup he would drink from. And of course, they answered yes, not fully knowing what it contained. So the same question could be asked of us, and we probably should be asked ask ourselves, can we drink of the cup? What we read in today's passage, which should indicate the cup is full of triumph, the triumphal entry and cleaning the temple. But we fear the cup because we know what comes next. We know the pain and sorrow it holds. But the lesson of Psalms, Ecclesiastes, the Old Testament, and of the Gospel is that the cup holds not only that temporal temporal sorrow, at the same time it holds eternal joy, and the whole cup holds the way of salvation. So there's no way to get through this without doing the sorrow and the joy. 
And in that process, it teaches us to let go of the temporal and lay hold of the eternal. So that leaves us with one choice, which is to drink from the cup. Let's continue with the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I'd like to continue with the thanksgiving and remind ourselves why we do this. To our prayers, O Lord, we join our unfeigned thanks for all thy mercies, for our being, our reason, and all other endowments and faculties of soul and body, for our health, friends, food, and raiment, and all the other comforts and conveniences of life. Above all, we adore thy mercy in sending thy only Son into the world to redeem us from sin and eternal death, and in giving us the knowledge and sense of our duty towards thee. We bless thee for thy patience with us, notwithstanding our many and great provocations, for all the directions, assistances, and comforts of thy Holy Spirit, for thy continual care and watchful providence over us through the whole course of our lives, and particularly for the mercies and benefits of the past day, beseeching thee to continue these thy blessings to us, and to give us grace to show our thankfulness and sincere obedience to his laws, through whose merits and intercession we receive them all, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Chris, for helping me, Aaliyah, for reading. It's really great to be with all of you. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Yeah, thank you. Or they say this out, all of y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Chris.